Welcome to the Dynamic Live podcast, where you are empowered from the inside out. My name is Catherine, and I help you live a purposeful and amazing life. So, first of all, I want to say welcome back to our listeners, and thank you for being on this journey from the last iteration of the podcast, which was called the Not Your Average Podcast. It was fantastic. I really love doing this podcast and I really love sort of challenging my own growth, but also helping you with yours. And we hit 100 episodes. So I thought not only did I feel that this was the right time to rename the podcast, rebrand, but also really articulate with complete clarity what this meant and sometimes that requires change I've talked about this previously in previous episodes so do check that out but change is good and change is necessary and it is one thing that will help you maximize your life Uh, and I'm really excited about this change and we've not only made the change to the name of the podcast and I also want to thank you specifically for sticking with the podcast through its iterations and through the different seasons but also you know through the different hiatuses including this recent one as I recalibrated and made sure that I was serving you the best that I could and so head over to Instagram as well I'm on there at living a dynamic life that's at living a dynamic life on Instagram so follow and engage and send your thoughts suggestions of topics that you want but also of things that have helped you and of things that you may feel can help others in the community as we really do look to live above average lives ones that are fulfilling ones that are peaceful ones that are purposeful ones that really reflect good core values but most of all also help others in a positive way but I'm really passionate about having a life that the reality of it is one that you are contented and happy with and one that continues to challenge you in a positive way one that continues to stretch you and grow you take you out of your various comfort zones and one that you are going to go, man, when I'm 150 on my, you know, deathbed, you are going to think, wow, I really sort of squeezed life dry of all the opportunities and of all the possibilities. But most of all, you didn't waste your gifts, your talents, your opportunities, your um, time. And so it's also about empowering you and being a place where you can feel not driven to fit a certain um, sort of, if you're not doing this and you're not going to be successful, it's not about that. It's more about being authentically yourself, but also holding yourself accountable to raise that bar for yourself, whatever that looks like for you. But we will be sharing practical things as well as things that I feel are well they've been labeled a little bit more superficial but actually psychologists have found that they are integral to our well-being 
and those are things that I'll dive on into later episodes but it's really important that we see ourselves as a dynamic individual so this episode this is season 10 so I want to carry on the seasons as they were numerically because that just helps me in my brain Uh, and I'm sure it helps you um, sort of carry on but also this is chapter one chapter one of a new chapter and season 10 but we're gonna carry on doing what we've always done but also with a new flavor with a new start so the first episode this episode is all about living a dynamic life and dynamic are not only was it the title of my first book the dynamic life which is also available on amazon it's an ebook so do check it out feel free to google not only was it inspired by that original idea and so maybe this is a inspiration for someone to always stick with your gut but it is to recognize that none of us are one-dimensional beings we all have different aspects of ourselves we all have different areas of our lives that we have different people that we interact with we have different ways of communicating in those different areas so no one is one-dimensional i would also argue that whilst you may have one particular strength in yourself maybe you're looking at a skill set that may be more dominant than others it's still you're still going to have different things that you have an aptitude for and so what i wanted to do is really get you in the habit of seeing your life as dynamics so that you can let go of the conditioning that we have in this world to label you you know everyone else has an opinion about what you should be doing in your life and what it should look like and particularly when it comes to the professional world you can be pigeonholed into a particular skill set based on what maybe a handful of people throughout your career have thought but they don't know you they're not inside your head they certainly didn't create you and even personally you may have been brought up with certain beliefs and social constructs around you and you may think "Mm, actually that's not reflective of you know the talents and the skills that I have but also the heart that I have to be able to so step out of this comfort so step out of this narrative and break away and actually create a new path that ultimately benefits everyone so living a dynamic life is really a recognition that no one is a one-dimensional individual so how do you live a dynamic life number one my first point is take care of your health and well-being and I would tag onto that style because I will be talking about style and I will be talking about beauty and wellness and all those things because I believe that they are so integral to self self-care grooming for both men and women but obviously I'm a woman so I will talk about it from a woman's perspective but I believe this is also useful for men to hear but This is a multi-billion dollar industry for good reason. We are in a world now that really denigrates people who have high standards when it comes to their physical appearance because it's seen as superficial or vain or you're showing off, (laughs) which is hilarious because if anyone knows the amount of hard work and discipline it takes to not only create the type of health that you want, but also 
maintain that there is really you would be proud of that so i find it quite hilarious but also the panoramic as i like to call it that thing that we went through from 2020 it encouraged people to be more lax about their appearance more with with the irony that our health was at the center of this you know sort of awful situation for everyone around the world and ironically it also highlighted that people with pre-existing conditions were more susceptible to these things and so when i say take care of your health and well-being this is not so you can flex on the gram or tiktok or wherever this is not so that you can think that you are a better person than somebody who may be struggling in that area because that's another sort of very warped narrative that we have everything in life is just a matter of choices when you are an adult and so when you take care of your health you are literally setting the foundation for your life you will meet a lot of people who may have a lot of means but if they don't have their health nothing can overcome that issue nothing can really um replace that because it's so invaluable so i say the biggest assets that we have are our time and our health because how you spend your time the receipts will be how what your life looks like but also how you take care of your health or how you don't and this is physical and mental because your mind and body are interconnected that will also show up in your life it can show up physically in how you look it can show up in your skin it can show up in your demeanor it can show up in your energy levels it can show up in your concentration it can show up in how you're able to deal with difficulties how mentally sharp you are it can show up in different ways but also when you take care of your health you are putting yourself one step ahead so that when you do encounter difficulty your mind's going to be sharp your body's going to be ready you're not going to be constantly in fight or flight because you are so in tune to your body that you're like oh, I don't need to stress about this or I don't need to give this energy or you have an outlet for your frustrations as any human being would have that's healthy and that actually helps you to transmute all the negative energy that seems to be currently going on in the world into something that's useful and productive This is what living a dynamic life is. You know, it's kind of like is it Neo in the Matrix? You know how he's ducking those bullets. Well, that's how you can be fluid and with a sense of motion, but if you notice when he ducked, his feet, as I believe it, were quite firm on the ground. So it's not about being wishy-washy, being a chameleon, changing literally who you are just to fit an aesthetic it's actually about saying no i value and respect myself and i'm going to make the time i'm not going to wait for other people to give me the time i'm going to make the time to prioritize my health because when you do that you are better for everybody else you are better for yourself you're better for everybody else and you're not doing things in a rush you're not doing things scatterbrained you're not doing things and making decisions from a place of emotionality. Emotions aren't a bad thing. I will talk about that in a later episode. They're really not. That's another thing that I feel has gotten a bad rap in today's world. We just don't know. We live in a very emotionally stunted society, which means that pe- 
people's emotions are often stored up in their body or in what they eat or in their lack of movement and so take care of your health and well-being be around people who champion that don't be around people who criticize your choices or ridicule your choices or compare themselves to you in a self-deprecating manner that is not going to help you and you're going to end up falling into maybe older patterns or if you don't have the strength of mind at the moment you're going to think mm, maybe i am going to extreme no this is the one body that you have you get to live in it it is such a gift and if you're able bodied in every single way then what a privilege that is because there are so many people who are not and even if you're not able bodied there're still so many things that you can do and so see that as a gift see that as an opportunity for you to take care of your health it's something that's been entrusted to you you get this one body you get a healthy body and if you're starting from that starting point you get to choose what you eat how often you move those are so many privileges and so why not take advantage of that by putting the number one thing that will affect everything in your life it affects everything it affects your professional your personal life i cannot even begin to communicate how important this is and i would say it's just as important for men as it is for women whilst the focus on the aesthetics can be for women I believe longevity is the key. Quality long lives, not just long lives for the sake of it, but quality long lives and this helps you to do that. So as I always say, find whatever works for you. But even for the men, yes the aesthetics is for the women, but you know, women also want to be around men who are disciplined and who take care of themselves and who are able to demonstrate that example for those around them. These don't have to be men that you are, you know, married to or in relationship with. It's it can be men in your family, it can be your colleagues. So it can and for the men who are listening, it really puts you in the 5% and even for the women. Because this is why I previously called it not your average because a lot of the things that we may want require us to do things that everybody else isn't doing. So you're going to have to be okay with people thinking, "Oh, who does he think he is? Who does she think she is?" Yes, I think I'm healthy. Yes. And I get to live in my body. I get to be the one who knows what it feels like at the end of the day. I get to be the one who can be able to monitor my thoughts. I get to be the one who can choose what exercise I do. That's who you think you are. You are someone who's focused on you, minding your business, drinking your water, moving that booty, and making sure that you are going to live a long and healthy life. Because believe me, it is so invaluable. It is priceless. That brings me on to number point number two. Know what you do and don't want, and then take necessary action. Know what you do and don't want. Sometimes we can know what we want, and then we're thinking, hmm. The gap between where I am now and where I want to be is quite far. But actually, I would also argue that the other side of that coin is knowing what you don't want. What don't you want in your life? And I don't think that we should focus on that in a sort of um deeply concerted way. But when you know what doesn't fit for you, you're like, "Oh, it's cool. This doesn't work for me. This relational dynamic doesn't work for me. This 
way of being doesn't work for me. Boundaries are also for you as well in your relationship with yourself. So it's not just in in how you relate to others. So when you know what you don't want, you're like, okay, great. I don't need to waste mental energy. I know what I want. I know what aligns with my values. I know what action I need to take. So therefore, life becomes less mentally taxing when you know what you do and what you don't want. So if you want to start to figure out what you do and don't want, write a list of things that make you happy. It can be in different areas of your life, professionally, personally, things that you've noticed that light you up, things that maybe a colleague may have done for you, things that you've done for a family member, values that really resonate with you. Conversely, think about what you don't want, dynamics that don't suit you, you know, habits that you may have that you're like, "Mm, not a great look for me. And so when you are then thinking, actually, this is really what resonates, then you are helping reprogram your mind and you are helping your mind say, I'm going to focus on the things that I can do. I'm going to focus on the things that I do want because I know what I don't want. So therefore, I don't need to spend time focusing on that. I don't need to spend time being indecisive. I don't need to spend time thinking, oh, okay, maybe I do want that. Maybe other people have that. Maybe this, maybe that. There's there's not going to be that sense of sort of apprehension when it comes to your decisions because you'll be like, okay, is this purposeful? Is this peaceful? Is this something that resonates with my values and doesn't also make you happy? There's nothing superficial about actually wanting to enjoy your life. So get rid of this constant pessimistic life is awful martyr complex because you cannot live a positive life with a negative mind and a negative mouth. So work out what you do and don't want. And this brings me on to my third point. Embrace alone time and make your peace unconditional on external circumstances. When you make your peace and your sense of self-love unconditional on anything external, you will be unstoppable. That doesn't mean that in your personal and professional life that things won't bother you, but it just won't, after a while, be like water off a duck's back. Because you will be thinking, you know what, is this really that important? Does this really impact how I feel about myself? Is this really my responsibility? Is this behavior from somebody else? Is that for me to take on? And then you're like, "Mm, no. So when you make your peace and self-love unconditional, you are also going to be at peace and have radical acceptance of the fact that other people are going to talk about other human beings. You will be included in that pot. So you might as well do and live by the values that resonate with you and the values that are actually helpful for this world. Judgments are going to be made, assumptions, preconceptions, because individuals love to put people in boxes. They love to be able to subconsciously control others, control the narrative, control the situation. That has nothing to do with you. So you need to be the type of individual who is able to channel all that energy and go, you know what? My peace has nothing to do with anything external. 
and when you do that you're also able to navigate change a lot easier because if you go at the end of the day no matter what happens I am okay I will be okay you are again reprogramming your subconscious mind you're taking yourself out of fight flight fawn freeze out of those sort of um sympathetic you know nervous system responses where your brain is like I just need to keep you safe but you are overriding that and telling yourself I'm good not everything will be things that you may want all the time but you know that you'll be able to navigate that and I think that again that puts you in the front and center the driving seat of your life so no one else is also treating you like a puppet you know even if they think they are sometimes you just gotta you know allow people to be who they are that's also another way of keeping your peace let people be who they are let situations be what they are let that and usually they have a way of working themselves out especially when you know that you are operating with pure intentions pure heart and an ability to just want to do your best in your personal as well as your professional life you don't need to you know get in the fray of that and try to fix everything have confidence and faith in yourself that you will be able to figure it out so make your peace unconditional one of the questions that i ask myself is will this matter in five years time if not don't give it more than five minutes. And one of the ways that I also make my peace unconditional of um, external circumstances is I process things. You have to process things because the quicker that you process things and you think about, can I do something about this? If yes, great. Then I can move forward in that direction. If I can't, what is my attitude towards it? Can I change my attitude? Can I change my perception? What is this trying to teach me? All of these things help you process. And when you do that immediately, instead of stuffing it down or feeling like you have to, you know, um, sort of run away from those comfortable emotions, then you are going to really be unbreakable. And that is what living a dynamic life, it's not that you won't bend, it's not that life won't be lifing as people are saying on the internet nowadays. It's actually about the fact that you're not, you're going to be like a tree, solid, steadfast in all seasons, producing fruit when you need to. You're going to be unmoved by the storms of life. You're going to know what your purpose is. You're going to move and you're going to thrive in the sunshine. And you're also going to know when to let go. So make your peace unconditional upon external circumstances. Everything is subject to change. Once you accept that, you will be good. And you'll know I'm good either way because you have your own back. This leads me on to my next point, which is choose joy. And it's kind of related to that point about you know, making your peace un- non-negotiable. We live in a world that says, act nonchalant, be, you know, unbothered. And there is some truth to that. But what I think that is, is being healthily detached from the world is necessary because you want to observe 
and not absorb. You want to be someone who observes your thoughts, observes circumstances. Don't absorb what life and people are trying to give you because, again, you only have so much mental energy in a day and you want to spend it wisely. So I want to encourage you to choose joy on purpose because, as I said, that whole blase, I couldn't care less, that's what's ending up keeping people lonely. Uh, and lonely does not, it's not the same as being alone. When you're alone, you're with yourself. You're not by yourself, you're with yourself. But lonely is when you don't necessarily have any meaningful connections or you're not creating them. And meaningful connections doesn't mean people who are deeply embedded in your life. It can be just being able to connect with the person serving you, the barista serving you. Because when you're alone and you have a healthy relationship with yourself, you're with yourself, you're not by yourself. But also, when you choose joy on purpose, you're going against this world narrative like being happy is naive or silly or having hope or having faith is somehow just, you know, your head is stuck in the clouds or, you you know, you're not that. People think, oh, they're not that sharp. Actually, it takes a lot more courage and intelligence and bravery to have that sense of joy and hope. You have to be able to have a sense of what will keep you happy what what is the things that's really important and also purposefully look you have to do this intentionally for things that will bring you joy that will help you bring others joy and choose joy you could tell yourself i choose to be happy in this moment i don't have to take on the energy that's around me or the energy that i may come across people are going through their own things as i always say 99% of it is never personal so no matter how personal it feels so you get to be happy how about that and my last point very quickly is keep your promises to yourself living in a dynamic life is all about having a sense of self-assuredness and confidence and that goes on to like embracing the alone time and making your peace non-negotiable But one of the ways that you can keep your promises to yourself is when you take that action I mentioned before about knowing what you do and don't want, you're not going, you're not going to keep going back and then it's a stop, start, stop, start situation. That will not do you great favors, but what will is consistency, is sitting in those uncomfortable feelings, is being able to be like, ah, this is not bad at all. I am in so much more control over things in my life and myself than you know you may have thought and so I want to help you realize that but one of the ways you're gonna have to do that is gonna sit in the uncomfortableness and decide that this is who you get to be you can create your life you can create a life that is fulfilling and purposeful but you have to go through the process You have to go through the process of change, of unlearning, of relearning, and it will mostly feel uncomfortable because as I said, your brain is so used to certain subconscious patterns, your brain is so used to doing certain things that you might even catch yourself and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't even have to think before I spoke. Well, that's because 
you're so used to doing things a certain way and so um, I want to encourage you to keep your promises to yourself that will build a level of, of confidence where you don't even need to communicate that you won't even feel the need to do it consciously because you'll admit that and hopefully with the people that you choose to be around which we'll speak about in a different episode you will empower those people to show up as their authentic selves as well so as ever thank you so much for listening welcome to chapter one of the dynamic life podcast season 10 episode one thank you so much already for just being on this journey i'm excited about this next stage and really making this even bigger and better than what it is and this is all possible with you i hope this episode empowered you and gave you some food for thought and thank you so much for listening and i'll see you on the next episode bye